You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. What's up, everybody? <laughs> That's strange. We are in the conversation. This is your boy, El Alcalde, El Capitan, El Jefe, El General, El Profesor, Vladimir Camaño. That shit gets longer and longer every week. And then it's gonna get longer. Baby. You, gotta choose, you gotta choose. <laughs> I give myself more titles every week, man. Yeah, choose the title, man. You to pick one. It's hard though, man. Yeah, pick one, man. And we got with me. And it's Ali Muhammad, man. And we are in the conversation. Welcome. D Lemon is out because he's celebrating his grandmother's 90th birthday. Word. Which is, you know, you can't, Ali. You can't. You can't. You can't miss that. Nah. Once you mm. get to to 90, but you got to catch every holiday. Every birthday, and it's the you know. What's the cutoff, Ali? Like, like what's what's the cutoff what year? Cut we just, like it's the, that's the cut after on. seventy. Do you got to go to every birthday? Is that the? No, it's the cut on, not the cut off. The cut on, you got to cut on. If your grandma lived to ninety, man, you gotta you know cherish. That's the what I'm days. saying though. With like, your grandparents, you know what what's the year where you just you can't go out anymore? Like, once you, if grandma turning sixty nine, can you be like, hey, grandma? You know, because ninety, you can't, you can't not not go. You never know, because man, I I lost both of my grandmas. You know, what I'm saying relatively early. So I'm sorry you know to bring that up, man. But you know, no, no, it's all good. That got me feeling like a like I'm a like I'm a jerk now. No, it's all good. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying if you are fortunate enough to let them hit like eighty something, you know, you, you gotta you you know you gotta celebrate. Because I was talking to D about this dog. You realize his grandmother was born 1925. Mm-hmm. It was a good time in America for other people. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Shit was booming, was booming for other people. <laughs> I was nineteen twenty five. I was the other day. You think about that? She's born in nineteen twenty five. It's bananas. But these, so these were his grandmother, rightfully so. He has his priorities straight. No doubt. You know I mean, you can't hate him on that. No doubt. Uh, what's up, Ali? Oh man, shit. What it do? What it do? Oh man, shit. You know. Coming straight out of Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Every 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 Facebook profile has has the has the little the little uh, photo thing straight, yeah, straight out, out of somewhere. What's the funniest one you've seen? Uh, straight out of excuses, and then um, and then the other. You know, they had Meek Mill straight out of bars. Oh man, <laughs> brutal. There was a couple of them that was you know that was funny. Oh my my uncle posted one with this dude. It was this this uh, it was a black dude. With a with a white woman and she was a like a like a jolly a jolly white woman, and um and it says straight out of options, which was I Hilarious. thought was foul. <laughs> that was foul, but funny at the same time. There was one dude he had like an EBT card, and he was like straight straight out of straight out of welfare or something like that. <laughs> Cats have gotten so creative. Well, I mean they I mean you knew it was gonna happen. It didn't last ten minutes before they ran it in the ground. It got too much. But you know what I'm saying? It is. That's what, that's, that's what they want. You yeah. know what I mean? It's great for beats, great for the movie, which was dope, by the way. I wish I could have seen the movie, man, but I don't have access like some people. You know, some people got some people got VIP you, you got access. access some people got VIP. You, just, you know what I'm saying? It's just pointing you pointing it in a different direction. I'm referring to a certain person in the room who had VIP access. Yeah, yeah, you know, I have VIP access. You saw the movie, Ali? Yeah, I saw the movie. When'd you see it? I saw it I, when was that? Wednesday? Tell me about it, man. Tell me about it. It was dope. I mean, they they did a great job capturing the time, 
the texture. I mean, with you know, given the amount of time they have in a movie, like you know, the movie was already two and a half hours long or something like that. But so they got a lot of things in there that you know they could, you know what I mean, without straying too far from the story. So that group had so much stuff going on that you know it kept it kept it interesting, kept it popping. Um, It started off dope. You know what I mean? They they kicked it off with a bang. So, you know, I ain't going to be, a, you know, the spoiler dude, but go check that shit out. So, um, like I said, man, it it just covered so much ground and um, gave you a lot of that time, a lot of that context. And um, overall, it was, you know, two thumbs up for How, me. The acting was good. They, they brought the characters man, to life. Man, that was the, the, the crazy part is that, you know, when you're from that era, you, you kind of know the characters. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're watching a film from history. Where you don't know, and then it's just like you know, here's Kunta Kinte. This is what Lincoln sounded like, right? You know what I'm saying? That Kunta Kinte probably didn't look nothing like that, but you know, you knew the character, so they had a a heavy job to pull that off, and ninety percent of the actors Uh-oh. pulled it off. You 10%, know what I'm saying? What's with 10%? So so easy, the dude who played Easy, even though he didn't really didn't look like Easy, he he pulled it off. You know what I'm saying? He he had the you know he had the whole West Coast mannerisms, the sly humor, you know what I'm saying, as well as you had to hold it up as being you know like a little bitty gangster, you know what I'm saying. So he he pulled that off. Uh, the dude who played Dre, he looked like Dre, he pulled it off. You know what I'm saying. Even he might not have been as tall as Dre, but he pulled it off. You couldn't, you know what I mean. You he became Dre. Um, and then you know at the at the screening you know they had the guys up there afterwards you know what i'm saying and he was just talking about how hard like he's a classically trained actor oh man yeah uh, he was on broadway doing shakespeare when he got the call to do drake can you do uh you know what I'm saying? so you're like a juilliard school you know what i mean graduate you know what i mean so he pulled it off he did his thing uh cube's son of course was cute you know he you know he you had, can't really contest that you know what i'm saying like he did cube all the way uh who else you know, nobody really knew Ren and like not Ren, but Yella and you know what I mean. So Yella, you know, he could win either way, but he he played a compelling character. Ren had the voice. He didn't really look like Ren, but he had the voice. Only mug that really threw it off was Shug. You know what I'm saying? Why? What happened? He, he didn't look the part. He didn't. I mean, to me, you know, not to spoil it for nobody, but just you know, if you want to go see it, you don't want to, any spoilers. Turn it off now. Or just okay. fast forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward. You know what I mean? Go to the next step. But the guy who plays Suge, he looked like, you know, Key from Key and Peel. No. He looked like Key playing Suge Knight in a fat suit. But he didn't have a fat suit. He was a big dude, but it looked his face, he has like that. You know how Key had those yeah. funny eyes that are funny? Suge Knight had the funny eyes. And it was like, you know, he really. doesn't look really, you know, intimidating. He didn't bring what Suge brought. He played the role, but, you know, just looking at him kind of. The gravitas. Off. Yeah, yeah, he kind of threw it off a little bit. Suge, you know, Suge, yeah, Suge has a certain presence when he walks into a room. Right, and I don't think that guy really brought that off. And that may have been on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Historically, you know, realign who Suge is, like make him a clown kind of. <laughs> <laughs> How are the scenes when uh, when they perform the performance scenes? Did it bring you back? Were you like, oh, oh man, man. you're in that. I'm singing the songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker name Ice Cube. You know, you in it. I'm in the theater singing the damn record. You know what I mean? Charged up. I'm excited to see it, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, if you were there or if you knew the group or if you knew anything about it, even if you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Just 
it's it's you know it's great it's a great you know piece you know what i mean to to have in the hip-hop you know lexicon Trying to think of all the are there any other films that came out in that vein of like hip hop uh notorious but notorious, you know, right? I don't think notorious was of the same historical caliber. It didn't right. have the same caliber of things. You know what I'm saying? It didn't have the right mix of things going on. And you know, and with Biggie is is different because it was it was a little more difficult because his run wasn't that long. You know what I'm saying? They they really encapsulated it all to a you know, it's a few years where you really knew him where he blew up and he did his thing and then he was gone. So, you know what I'm saying? He had two albums and, you know, they didn't have as much material, you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of the material that they had to go on was stuff you kind of heard about but, you know, didn't really, really know. And it was like, you know, you had to follow the movie. So now they're trying to, they trying to make those things as well as keep you entertained. So it was kind of like, you know, mm. Yeah. They missed the mark a little bit. Um, the little Kim character did a thing in that movie, though. I got to rewatch. It's been a long time. But I'm trying to get other films. You got, you got Shared of the Compton now. Mm-hmm. You got the Biggie movie. I mean, in hip hop? There's been hip hop theme movies, but, you know, in nah, terms nah, of. No, no, no. I think, you know, it's, I mean, Crush Groove. Crush Groove. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That was dope for the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> It was. It was you remember, you remember the dope. Fat Boys? Remember the Fat Boys? What do you mean do I remember the Fat Boys? They had a movie. Remember that movie? They had about two, three movies out, I think. Not about them. But they were like, you they know. They were acting. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. It's what made me laugh is like they were casted as the Fat Boys in the movie. Right. Like, these are the Fat yeah. Boys. Yeah. Who else are they going to be? <laughs> three the three Fat Boys from the Fat Boy group. Oh, oh man. man. But this joint, you know. it. And then uh, and what they also did, they brought in like, you know what I'm saying. It was characters that you kind of heard about. Like, you know what I mean. Like through their rapping and stuff, you know what I'm saying? You kind of they kind of brought those people to life, you know what I'm saying? Like Lonzo, Lonzo, like from the world class wrecking crew, and Dre, Dre got his start, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really know he was he owned the club where Dre worked, you know what I'm saying? So you know that was that was interesting to see that dynamic and how he went from world class wrecking crew and why he was doing what he was doing in the world class wrecking crew, and you know so it was dope. And then so. We watched it out of screen, and you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of rappers and stuff in there. So the next day, we were shooting Bun B and Fab. And and we shot them separately, but you know what I'm saying? When Bun B came in the morning, you know, the conversation was about that movie. You know what I'm saying? And how, how you know what I'm saying? How it really was. You know what I'm saying? From a, you know, you re- me, I don't really get to have those discussions like with a rapper who was rapping. Or who was inspired by it's a different you know experience, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like me and you and they we kick it, you know, we talk, you know what I'm saying? So I don't talk to Bun B or, you know, Fabulous. Or, or Fab or the rappers about the shit. And then having also interviewed Q, you know Prior what I'm saying, a couple that. of days before, it was just an interesting dynamic to to hear it from another rapper who watched it as a roster rap movie. And and, you know, it was interesting because Bun B, he's from Houston, you know, the Houston area. So there's a scene in it that was in Houston that, you know, he could really relate to. And he was like, yo, I had my my wedding reception at that same hotel. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying, the people that was in it, you know what I'm saying, they were trying to, him and his wife, he was saying, was trying to decipher whether or not, you know what I'm saying, they they knew who that person was. And he's like, he was like, when that movie come out in Houston, people going to be able to boil that down to exactly who that was. <laughs> so that was interesting. Yeah, he was able to. You know what I'm saying? It was parts in there that, you know, that was that hit home with, with, with each of them. Then we talked with Fab 
and you know everybody gave it a unanimous thumbs up you know what i'm saying it was inspiring to to you know to, to us but then to see it as that inspire other rappers as well that was funny now let me ask you this Ali. I'm, I'm asking this because you're a filmmaker yourself you, you also do that kind of work how does it stand if you're not from the culture how does the movie stand as a film if no, you're not no, i mean that the, the the movie had great texture but be, but they couldn't lose you know what i'm saying because f gary gray was directing who directed you know early NWA stuff back in the, or Dre stuff and Cube stuff back in the day, they music videos. So he know them from all the way back. He directed Friday, you know what I'm saying? So he he's, knows. He's, he's intimate with Yeah, he, he knows the culture. He knows the texture, you know what I'm saying? You know, then you, you got Cube that's producing and then Dre is producing hands-on. You got Easy es wife that's hands-on, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, then you got Will Packer, who's executive producing, who, you know, is from that era. You know what I mean? So it, it's hard to lose when you got, when you're able to, you know, take the people that were from the culture, put them in the lab. You got experienced filmmakers and, and screen script writers with, with Cube and F. Gary Gray and then Dre, who's a cinematic dude as all the way across the board. I mean, it's, it was hard to lose if they were involved. You know what I'm saying? As far as texture concerned. And, you know, they gave it to you. You know, they gave you real stuff. You know what I'm saying? Real, the real texture that was existing. You know, if you listen to the Chronic album, the first one, and then you heard all of the Rodney King stuff interweaved into the, the skits and the transition. You know what I'm saying? So when you get to that part in the movie, you could see, you know, that they they were, you know, taking time to let you see what the context was. They didn't go into much of the Chronic album, but they went into the Rodney King context. I think the challenges and you know, with a film like this is like, it's seductive to show all the little, you know, the spicy stuff, but to tell a story. So I'm hoping, uh, I mean, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna watch it, you know, the 14th when it drops, you know, not all of us had the VIP, uh, you know, access. So uh, I gotta see with the regular folk. <laughs> but I'm hoping that it, it's just a, it, like they, they shot it as a great film. You know what I'm saying? Like that you can be outside the culture and still enjoy. I don't know. I'm not yeah. from outside the culture, yeah. but I enjoyed it. And you know, maybe somebody from the outside can, but I can't see it through their eyes, so I don't know. It was good to I'm me. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it out. Man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. You know what I'm saying? So since that, I've been listening to old NWA and Easy E all week. Then yeah, the Dre, yeah, then yeah. the Dre album drop. I got, I got to listen to it, man. I haven't yet. What, what, what the Dre, first? that was something that you wanted. Yeah, I know, to I know, do. I know. You I couldn't know. wait. I know. I heard, I heard uh, Deep Waters. I heard Deep Waters. Uh-huh. I enjoyed that. I think that that one had Kendrick in it. Yeah, um, but I, I'm still going through it. Um, what, what was your first impression? That is sonically superior to anything in rap right now, and probably I really? mean probably any other. Genre, as far as the sound quality, the engineering of it, the technical, man, I was we we drove to Philly this weekend to shoot, right, and um, so I'm on Canal Street, put on the Compton album, look up, and then you got a, 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 a Apple radio, Apple Music billboard. Then you look down the block, you got a big ass straight out of Compton billboard. So it was like, damn, that's the takeover. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying, Bozeman St. James and the marketing crew over there. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But so we put on the Compton joint 
And it's just crazy how the sound just it just fills up the whole car, and then you hear Eminem rapping and 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 it's in surround sound because you know they going back and forth between your speakers with all the words. I'm like, man, this shit is crazy. So sonically is is crazy, but it lets you know how the sonics matter because there's songs on there that I wouldn't even listen to other than to hear how great it sounded in the system because you know it wasn't you know I wouldn't have typically like that beat. But once it's engineered and done right and the sounds are so separate, separated like this and that and the drums are kicking so hard and so round, you know, you have to listen. You got to pay some attention. Then you, you get some nuggets that you probably would have skipped if you was listening to it on a computer. You know what I'm saying? But my thing about the whole album is that, you know, it's it's called Compton, but a lot of the style that they're using is like a Southern style on that album. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's a very like the cadence and all that. Every song when the whole whole shit kicked off, you know what I'm saying? And the dude come on, I don't give a fuck. Doo, doo, doo. That's the first song, right? I was like, that's Trick Daddy. But it wasn't Trick Daddy. But it wasn't Trick Daddy. The whole album, a lot of the cadences they use, I could have interchanged them with Trick Daddy. And probably would have enjoyed that shit a lot more. Was that an immediate thing for you? You picked it up immediately? Or I mean, the first, of- when he came on, like he said, I think he's, I don't give a fuck, do, 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 something like that. But it's, it's just like Trick Daddy, um, y'all want to motherfucking die? Come see, ah, who, me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, that's Trick. They should have just put Trick on the album, man. And then, you know, every, I mean, between Dre, Kendrick, and I think even Eminem says something about being from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Starting from the bottom. And Miami is the bottom. Miami literally is it's the, the bottom. bottom. That's yeah. what they call Miami. That's the bottom. So I was like, man, listen to this. They should have just gone ahead and put Trick on the record, man, and let it. What's you know up what with Trick? Has Trick put anything out lately? Or? Uh, you know, Trick got the lupus. Oh, man. So he's been, I guess, active. I think last time we heard him, <laughs> me and D talked about this earlier. He had to eat the booty gang, so, you know, that didn't fly What's too What's he the well. booty gang? Dudes who I guess I guess it was cool to eat a girl's booty. <laughs> he was involved in that gang. That was what he was calling his new group or whatever. Eat, eat the booty gang. Eat, eat eat the booty gang. What did you think about that? Well, I, we can talk. I mean, you know, Ali, you know, I'm very, I'm very uh, germaphobic. Germaphobic. I'm kind of a hypochondriac. So there's a song yeah, now. You know, no fecal matter on yeah, your tongue. Just even the word fecal, just saying it that this has a hard case. So you, sound. you wouldn't be in the eat the booty gang. No, nah, I'm not knowing at the booty gang. Even if even if it was a lunch special, I'm not eating the booty gang. I don't care if they paired it up with with other pairings. Like oh, you get a whole you know entree appetizer if you eat, eat the booty. I'm not eat the booty coo- and the cooch. No, <laughs> no, no, man, no, 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 dog. I mean that's a lot of. Like it's like to me that's like going to war and you gotta really explain to me why we're going to battle. Mm. Like why are we fighting? What's at stake here? Are the aliens gonna take over the planet if we don't go kill them? Nah, just another dude gonna eat the cooch gang, your girl. Then what? So you're saying you're saying you're saying you're, <laughs> so you're saying to me. I'm happy I'm very happy to talk about this. You're saying to me, right now I'm in negotiations with my you're saying I'm with, I'm with my girl, we have negotiations, and she goes, Listen, if you don't eat this, uh if you don't eat this a noose Someone else is gonna is gonna dine on this. Is that what you're saying? Nah, I'm just, I was just joking, man. Oh, because <laughs> you know there's a song out now with Chris Brown, right? Uh-huh. I think Omarion, mm-hmm. and one of the lyrics is, and I put up Facebook update. One of the lyrics is, and I'm 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 liking the beat. 
I'm in the beat, Ali. Y'all in. I'm in that beat. I was driving with a friend. I'm in the passenger side, so I have no responsibility. He knows mm-hmm. where he's going. No navigation needed. I just, you know what? Let me just enjoy the music. It was a mm-hmm. nice night. You could see the skyline of New York, which is beautiful along the FDR. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I hear a lyric that says, eat the booty like groceries. Mm-hmm. Fucked up my ride. You just couldn't take it. What? You lost your lunch. When did this become a cultural phenomenon to eat the booty? And when it become accepted and celebrated? I mean, people been eating the booty for a long oh, time. Oh, God, come on, I man. I mean, this ain't new. I mean, it's new to the rap lyric. Right. But, they be just, they be but booty's been getting eaten for a minute. I mean, and shit, my man even was tossing salad. That was a big thing oh, when the man Chris was Rock, talking about tossing Rock, salad. Chris Rock was tossing salad. He was talking about a man tossing his salad, but that was a big part of the conversation. Even girls was talking about toss the salad. When was this? When was that? That was when Chris Rock had this. When was that? That was a long time ago. Straight out of tossing salad. That was like early aughts. Well, this was Chris Rock's. I think it's bring, bring the pain. Chris Rock bring the pain. Chris Rock had a whole joke. He was like, "Toss that salad." I forget which special it was. <laughs> I forget which special the it was. Toss the salad special. Yeah. But you know, I think my daddy, my daddy, it kind of always taught me. You know, like he's like, you know, he told me, you know, you know, you know. We don't know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, now when I was coming up, you know, um, STDs got a lot of publicity. No doubt. So my father was real particular about, listen, take care of yourself, be clean out there. Mm-hmm. And now you got Legionnaire's disease in the Bronx. What so, was that? Legionnaire's like it's a disease out there. It's airborne. Apparently, it's in water. It's not as it's not as rampant as I think the media would have you say it is. But apparently, you get it's like a it's a version of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. It affects your lungs. You get fever. There've been several deaths from it. It's a serious thing. It's happening in the Bronx. Uh, I think predominantly in the Bronx, in the South Bronx. Damn. That's why certain cab drivers, they you know, they, they won't go there, you know, on certain nights because they don't want to catch the Legionnaires. The Legionnaires. It's like the Ebola. Nah, nowhere near as fatal as that. Nowhere near as fatal as that. But how Ebola came and then it went. Yeah, Ebola came and went. This one is like this one is basically if your septic tanks aren't clean. It grows in water, mm-hmm. and then it goes airborne. So, you know, if your septic tanks aren't clean... Now, listen, I don't work for the, the, the Environmental Protection Agency, so I'm only giving you mm-hmm. things that I've skimmed in my musings. On the internet. On the internet. <laughs> but I got to tell you, man, I, I got friends that will eat the booty, though, and they and that's like that's like their claim to fame. Really? Like, they brag about it. Like, listen, man, I, I got a friend of mine. It's a true story. I'm not even lying about this. This dude, I'm not being, I'm not being vulgar. I'm not exaggerating here. This I went out with this dude. We went over to uh, we went we were at Dallas BBQ, and they bring out a bowl of broccoli. And he's like, ugh. He says, ugh to the broccoli, but this dude brags about eating the booty. Straight out of anus, crazy <laughs> motherfucking. <laughs> so you won't eat broccoli, but you'll tear anus up. But then when I bring this up, he looks at me like I'm a weirdo. Priorities, man. I don't broccoli, know, man. Broccoli don't give back. <laughs> Hilarious! Did you hear that, Chris? <laughs> broccoli does not give back immediately. Immediate immediately. results, you know. what I'm saying, you know. Well, broccoli. I mean, hey, listen. I, I just, I don't know, Ali. What, I mean, what do you, what do you tell? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I hate to ask what your, you know, your uh, my sexual musings. Yeah, are? I hate to. Ask, what, what's your stance on eating the booty? I mean, if you could just, put I'm not going to eat no booty. Okay. Okay. There I we mean, go. I'm not. I'm not with the you know eat the anal play. You know, I'm not an anal play type of. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's. Too functified. Yeah, I mean, I know you cleaning up and all that, but still, that's you know, what's the they got a, a video out with uh, who's in that damn video, and um, 
it's a it's a girl and she rapping about booties. Who is in the fucking video? I think Amber Rose is in the video as well. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Is this what you think is exciting? My poop factory or some shit like that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Amy Schumer's uh, Milk Milk Lemonade. Song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah. what, 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 what is, is like it, Chris? The, what is it? Uh, Amy Schumer did a music video for her show called Milk Milk Lemonade. Right. And uh, yeah, Milk. Amber Rose is in it. Red Man's in it. Oh, no, Met the Man. Met the Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's talking about her her poop factory. Is that what you got you guys all excited? My poop factory. <laughs> hey, you know, you don't want to be messing around in the poop factory. Just me, myself, personally. I don't mess around in the poop factory. No. I don't want no guest passes. I don't want no tours. I don't, I don't if they were I don't even want a job at the poop factory. Anyway, just my point. I have a lot of friends that will go that down in that direction. They brag about it. They yeah, man. You know, I guess the results. You know, speak for themselves. Yeah, you know, so you gotta find out how to be special in other places. Yeah, you know, a nice compliment. Ah, you know, compliment ain't gonna work once you down to the deed. Ah, you look great. You know, that's that's thing that's better than the eating the boot. Hey, you look fantastic. You know, that'll 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 work in the daytime, (laughs) on the street, at dinner. But anyway, I just heard that song and I was I was like I was like this is music. You know, it's a great beat, but I'm like, back in the day, you know, I mean, I hate the, it's a cliche theme, but like back in the day, they, they sang about love. Now you're talking about eat the they booty They sang about groceries. a lot of things, man, back in the day. We like to romanticize back in the day, but. Name a song as vulgar as eat the booty like it groceries. Ain't, it ain't got that, it don't necessarily say, I'm going to eat your ass, bitch, like yeah. how they'll say now. Right. But they they had a lot of sexual innuendo, a lot of, you know I mean, shit. Uh, you know, you got the, the I'm the clean up woman. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Aretha Franklin had a lot of nasty little songs. Uh, Aretha, really? Yeah, Aretha was Aretha was about that she life. Freak? Yeah, like, go listen. Aretha to, was a freak. Go back and listen to what you think R E S P E T E C T is about. I thought it was about dignity. Nah, it's about you got to come and 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 lay it down. That's what it was Show about? me some respect. Lay this shit down. Play, pipe? Lay some pipe? Lay some pipe. No, Don't come around here fucking playing. Be for real? Go listen to it. Oh, man. <laughs> I used to jam to that song. Yeah, no doubt. 12 years old. Now they, it's they about laying to, pipe? They know how to hide it. She was talking about laying that pipe, player. That was approved music in my house. No doubt. <laughs> come on, man. Because they knew it flew over your head. You ain't know no better. I think the most vulgar song I heard back in the day growing up, obviously, outside of hip hop, was uh, remember that song, I Be Stroke It. Yeah, Clarence Thomas, Dan, Clarence Dan, Thomas. Dan, I be stroking like my man, who I was telling you about, who started in the Casablanca, right in Bed Stuy, Marvin Cease. Yeah. I be a candy liquor, you know what I'm saying? I be a candy liquor. <laughs> Yo, Ali's impressions are dead on, dog. When Yo. you when you go into like an act out of somebody, you dead on, dog. <laughs> Yo, I mean they was talking about it. if you listen to funk, funk music. I mean. Well, hence the word funk, right? I yeah, mean, funk was about that life, you know what I mean? And this, and I didn't know it as a kid. It was like one of my favorite songs. I didn't even know they were saying thighs high. <laughs> but that's, you know what I'm saying? It sounded like they were saying sky high. They were saying thighs high. They were saying thighs high, you know what I'm saying? Then the breakdown, doom, 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 doom. I want to grip them hips and move. <laughs> that's my joint, you know what I'm saying? I thought, yeah, you know what I'm saying? League. Back in the day, you ain't, I didn't know what they were talking about. You know, <laughs> 11, 12 years old, but that was, that was the joint. Thighs be high. I want it. Thighs high. Dre mentioned it on the album. He said something. I'm still got them thighs high. You know what I'm saying? Because West Coast was big on the funk. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's. And you mean in terms of the 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 way the music was produced? No, the funk funk music came out of was big on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it came out because a lot of 
a lot of Midwest, a lot of the funk groups came out of Midwest, West Coast, you know what I'm saying? That was just big on in the West. You know what I'm saying? Big, like a lot of them came out of like Cleveland, like Zap and all them. That was Cleveland, but the music was big on the West Coast. Like you, more bounce to the ounce. That's like synonymous with West Coast. You know what I'm saying? More bounce to the ounce. More bounce to the ounce. That's Zap Roger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like your memory is insane, dog. Roger like Trotman, it, man. <laughs> but not only do you recall stuff, but you actually bring it back to life. I mean, but, but some stuff is I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some yeah. some stuff you know. Some stuff you learn. Some stuff you see. Some stuff you know you heard about in a book. But some stuff you just know because you was there and you was influenced by it. You know what I mean? So. I ain't really like radio music. I didn't really like, you know what I'm saying? I know it's sad to say. I didn't really listen to Michael Jackson and the stuff they played on the radio. But I was really, you know, the funk and go-go and all that underground electronic music. That struck a chord. You know what I'm saying? We talked about this before. So I know that stuff. It's American music is such a unique thing for me, particularly like like that Motown and, and that, that uh, R&B era because... My parents, as you know, they they English is their second language, mm-hmm. and as limited as it is, my mother loved Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. She know what he was talking about, but I just called to say I love you. Right, that was a jam. She'd watch the video in the house when it come on TV. Right, but you know, saying music is is universal. It's, music is a universal language. You know what I'm saying? We you know it's songs that we don't know what they talking about, but it's jam. You know what I mean? That beat be seductive. Yeah, the beat, you know, the drums, music. You know, sometimes it's the voice. You know, your mama might was just being seduced by Stevie's she voice. Love Stevie, the one dog. You know I'm saying, you come home and find Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the booty. I just called to say I wanna eat the booty. Talk about a remix. <laughs> Talk about a remix. Stevie Wonder eating the booty. <laughs> Not just any booty. And you can, you can, and you, and you don't need eyes to find the booty. Nah. You don't nah. need vision to find that. No, sir. Speaking of music, Ali, this is Ab Pop now. Um, it's called Auto Rap. I don't know if you heard of it. Mm-mm. But it's been getting a little heat. And basically, you talk to it, right? Mm-hmm. And it generates a rap song for you based on what you spoke into it. And you into that? I'm not into that. I, I You know what? You walk around I, you and know talking what? to your Siri. Hey, Siri, check this out, right? You know what I'm saying? We're going to bust this rap. You know what I mean? We talk about this, talk about that. Play it back for me, baby. <laughs> I did not understand what you said. Siri be like, we eat the booty. (laughs) God damn it! Did you ever? Did you ever rap? Did you ever spit some stuff? I I used to rap. Back in the day. Back in the day. What was your rap name? Uh, True Pockets. When what's the what's the history behind the name? True Pockets. Be real about what you do. Get paid for it too. That's what I came up with. Be real about what you do. Get paid for it. So you should run a finance company with that. You know That's like a true pockets you know investment. You just stay real. That was my philosophy on life. You like people think about what job they're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? What they're gonna be when they grow. I just knew if I was if you do anything well, somebody'll pay you to do it. That was my philosophy. And, you know, if you if you did what was true to you, what was endemic to you, your best talent, somebody'll pay you to do it. And you can make a living that way. That's 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 what I stuck to. How old were you when you made when you made that theory? That's about nineteen when I made that. Uh, I like that. Do you still use True Pockets? That's a great. Was that a Miami no, thing? No, no, it was just you know, 
That was just that, that era of life. I am not rapping no more. When did you get out the rap game? When you were like, you know, like, when did I get out? Were you like, you know what? I'm I'm dumb. I'm too real. No, 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 no. No, life got too real. Life got too real for that shit. But I mean, really, it was it it was like I guess '99, and shit, man. I I was making beats for drug dealing record labels, and I was doing my had my own little label, and so. I discovered, I, that's when I discovered the fiscal year. So fourth quarter, you know what I'm saying, we making these beats, you know what I'm saying, it was like September, got them done, got got paid. So I had, you know, I had a nice little check to, to ride out through the end of the year. But then, you know, we were supposed to pick back up on this one project with the drug dealing record label. And, you know, come Thanksgiving, they like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying, we about to go out of town, you know what I'm saying, get this money up so, you know, we get this Christmas thing together. All right, bet. You know what I'm saying? We be back. Holiday you know? season. You know what I'm saying? We, so, yeah, I didn't know holidays was that important. And then it was like, boom. So they go, you know, between December, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, they, you know, they getting the, getting the cars painted, you know what I'm saying? Setting up to get the new car they going to get, getting all the gifts they going to get for everybody. Then Christmas come. Y'all ready to work? Well, shit, you know, we got to go back out of town and get our money back up. We done spent that. So, shit. So now they gone again. The project don't never kick back in till you know what I'm saying, February or some shit. That's when I, but shit, between, you ain't made no money since October. <laughs> so you got drug. That's that fourth quarter drag. And then, and then, and I've learned, once I learned that lesson, that's, that stuck with me the rest of my life. Like, you gotta be prepared for that holiday drag. Cause even corporate people, corporate people will drag your ass in the fourth quarter, call somebody for your check. Thanksgiving. Press one. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get that voicemail. Then after Thanksgiving, they're going to be catching up from where they, you know what I'm saying, drug their feet before Thanksgiving. And then that's only two weeks before a lot of people go out for Christmas vacation. Then you scarred. Then you ain't going to get your money till February. So you left the rap game. <laughs> so basically, that led up to me, you know what I'm saying, it was shit got tight, you know what I'm saying? From that fourth quarter, so it was like, damn, what the fuck am I gonna do? So I'm working on this particular project, my own project, and I say I'm like, you know, 200 beats in. And I came into the studio, you know what I'm saying, to load up my shit, and nothing loaded up, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm doing it back and forth, turning shit off and on. And it was like God showing you something, you know what I'm saying? Listen, so I, yeah. I sat down, I sat down on the couch like, oh, what the fuck? And then, it was a cat, this was my uncle's studio, and then the, he had a little cat. And the cat came in, the cat used to like to lay on top of the keyboards cause it was warm. So the cat came in, jumped, landed on the keyboard, and then you could hear the drive start going. And then I jumped up to see what that was. When the cat lands on the keyboard, the first button that he hits, the first option on the menu is, is disc. And then the first one is format. Which so is then, gonna delete everything. So when he when he lands with his foot, he hits the disc button. And then when he sits down, he selects format. And he did it did it once before, and then did it right in front of my motherfucking face. Which, to me, that like you know that threw away you know what I'm saying about two years worth of work. Gone. And then I was just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck it all. I had I had long ass braids and shit. Cut them off. I went right into the bathroom and just cut all my braids off, and then I moved to New York. Oh, this was like a life-changing moment. This was this was this changed everything. Cut all my shit off, moved to New York. Have you owned a cat since? I never owned a cat. Okay. 
Was your uncle's cat, right? It was my uncle's cat. But you know what I'm saying? It, it was just, it was something that was telling you that, hey, it's time. And then, you know, it wasn't like some super big dream. It was just one step in what I wanted to do. But it showed you at that time that, you know, it was time to change. What was your rap style like? Were you like, I was, I was I talking money. about getting money. I, I was talking about getting money. money uh, like one of my songs, Get Some, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, nigga want this, nigga want that, nigga reaching to his pocket, nigga ain't got shit coming up is the number one topic. Quote other year, let a nigga get a bet. Fuck that shit, I'm about to get rich. Poverty's not me. I got to see currency. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one song, got to get some. You don't get none, won't be none. Because ain't no one giving up none. One song, got to get some. We'll post that. <laughs> that was kind of... <laughs> he got bars <laughs> I had, I had old, a brief, old I, bars my son be still, laughing at me oh you you you, you spit around your son nah, I played them you know what I'm saying I played some oh, shit oh you still got some you still got some archives uh, yeah I got archives I thought that the, I thought the cat deleted everything that was I'm saying this was stuff that I recorded before oh that. okay he deleted all the beats for the new shit what's your son be saying when you, when you put on some of the, oh, they laugh some of the me. legendary uh, bars they laugh at me you know what I'm saying they laugh at me so but it's all good it's all good. It, you know, it was a God for me. It was a God. My my favorite song is Shine On. I had a song called Shine On. That was dope. That was dope. Did you produce your own beats too at the time? Or? Yeah, yeah. That was my that was my thing. It's probably a better beat maker than a rapper, but, you know, when you make the beats, you can do what you want. I leave, man. It's so crazy to hear. I, I guess, you know what? You got you got that. Pro, you could, I can see you as a rapper. I can see you as a rapper, though. So, yeah. So, that was cool. You I had a saying? brief period in college where I rapped. Yeah, I didn't even think Very you were listening to rap music in college. Yeah, it was like maybe junior year. There was like a rap battle thing going on, and I decided to prepare myself. Mm -hmm. You know, cats were like uh, the different. <laughs> yeah, was one of, I'm serious. So like, what happened is like a, a battle went off. Like one dude put a rap out about uh about one of the the uh it was like there was some cats living in Malcolm X house, mm -hmm. and he put some heat out about this dude living at Nicholas, one of the other dorms. Uh -huh. And then he put something out, but he mentioned another student. And then his students kept getting mentioned these disses, and I was like, I got to get ready. Right. So I could put pen to paper, and I put a little, just in case, you know, a little ammo. It was almost like it was the apocalypse was coming. I was like, uh, let me get these canned goods together in case I need to eat. You had bars on deck. <laughs> yeah, bars on deck, and I asked him a little. I wrote some, I remember yeah, you why. You should have taught Meek Mill that lesson. Oh, man. He still didn't put nothing out yet, right? He, I mean, that, since that sorriness. There was some video of Nicki Minaj groping him. I don't know. I don't even think about that right now. Oh, okay. So what happened with your battle? Uh, it never came to fruition. One dude ended up, one dude ended up like put like this in me, uh -huh. and then uh, I think he apologized after that because it was a good school. You know, we were there for education, no doubt. So he was like, "Listen, I really apologize." I think they did. They deleted the. They were like, "Listen, it's wiped from the it was, record." It was good fun. It was like it was good fun. Really apologize. Like ASO soccer where nobody really wins. If I remember, they don't dude, take score. I mean, obviously, we're all insecure in different places. If I remember correctly, I was very into. The velour suit. No doubt. And I had two velour suits. I had a Sean John smoke gray velour suit, which Those was dope. three sizes oversized. Mm -hmm. Ali, I looked like I was wearing a laundry bag. No doubt. He made Everybody did. Man, I was looking horrible. And I was I was thin, you know, and I remember, see, he talked about that. He, <laughs> he dissed me on that. Uh, and then I has, also had a blue Nietzsche one. Mm -hmm. um, you was on, you was on right on time with that? It, I, 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 when I look back on it, though, man, I looked awful. I know I looked off. I know I did. I thought I was killing him. Everybody was killing him with a big trash bag. It was on. awful, bro. I had a battle. Not a battle battle, but 
it was like a radio battle. Who was it against? Where? I'm going to break it down. Yeah, I want to hear this. It was like a radio station. It was like a little small AM radio station in Tallahassee when I was in FanU. Well, this, um, this is real, like, underground, local, local battle. I mean, yeah, it was like a send in your song and we would play it, on the, play it yeah. on the radio battle. Like, So I had this song called I Love Women, which was my joint at the time. Everybody loved it. That, that was shit. your single? That was my single. That was It was popping. And, um... <clears throat> And you know, I sent I love women in, and uh, you know the battle went on, and, <laughs> and and Common, the rapper Common, he ended up winning this contest. Or whatever you rapped against Common? Well, I didn't rap against him. I had my song. You were in the same that. tournament. With yeah, Common. in the same tournament. So Common ended up winning, and uh, <laughs> and I got disqualified because my song too hot. Nah, because my song, uh, I had a line in the song where it said something how how good I was to the click. It wasn't a cuss word, so it wasn't like, I didn't think it should be disqualified, but he was like, you can't say that on the radio. Like after my song went off, after that part came on, they cut my song off, and he, DJ got on. Man, you can't play that on the radio. Why would you sitting that up here? <laughs> I'm like, man, click ain't no cuss word, man. That's, that's good shit. It's called click? Clit. Oh, clit. I was it- saying how good I was to the clit. Because you love women. I love women was the song, and you picked the 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 right spot, the clit. Yeah, I mean, it was a, the song was a was an ode to women. Like, I talked about a lot of things. Yeah. He just picked out that one little line. You saw it as poetry. It was definitely poetry. It was art. Well, that's not fair because that's what it's actually called. That's a body part. Exactly. That's see, it should have been a white actually, station. Chris, you bring up a good point because anatomically <laughs> in the science classes, it's called the clitoris, right? Yeah, that's exactly. So clit is short for clitoris. Of course, exactly. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. But he was. You can't say that on radio. You need to do voiceover work, Ali. I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> you need to begin on voiceover because you've, you've done like eight voices just today. <laughs> Hasn't he, Chris? He's done about eight different voices today. Oh man, so you know, what I'm saying we we. We got over it. Oh, so you didn't even get to compete? Nah, they they disqualified me because my song was vulgar. But it wasn't. It was. It was. Right now, it'd be a sweet love song. I got a question for you though. So was it a rap contest or was it just kind of submit your no, song? No, it was submit your song submit your and song. then they play it on and the radio vote, and they vote. vote. Yeah, okay. You see who had the best joint. Oh, okay. Was yeah, like, it wasn't like a battle head to head battle. You can't battle with I Love Women. Nah, nah, that wasn't like a battle. But I Love Women was my best record. That was my best shot at that time. <laughs> I, I was. I think I had one rhyme about. I I tried. I tried to do the whole. I think I had one rhyme about. Uh, I think it was something like. I think it was something like. I said, "You don't know me. I'm the cat with the killer rhyme. Call me Mac Ten because I only Mac dimes." Oh shit! I was pocket full of lime. Boss. Pocket full of lime. Uh, in the BMW pushing the X5. The windows is tinted, but you still see the ice shine. That's what I remember. I had. You had no ice. As I was. I had, <laughs> I had ice in my drink in, at the at the, at the dining hall. <laughs> I was broke. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. That's all I had back then. But anyway, this is AdBot now. It's called Auto Rap, and uh, you speak to it, and it apparently just uh, it makes a rap for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought we'd test it out and, and put one on wax for the, oh, the listeners. Oh shit, Vlad so, Auto Rhyme. I know. So the, actually, Ali, you you got this? You want to put some lyrics on here? Because you nope. don't. Okay. I mean, rhyme. can you you have to you have to say a rhyme, or you could just say whatever. Say whatever you want. I mean, but I feel like you got you got you got more experience than I do with these with these bars. Nah, you put some in, I put some in. All right, so it's called auto rap, y'all. And basically you pick a beat. So like right now they got Wiz Khalifa, We Them Boys, uh Lil Wayne, She Will. Let's go with We Them Boys. We Them Boys, okay. We Them Boys in the conversation. We Them Boys, I'm gonna select it. So then what it does, it starts preparing your beat, right? And then um you just basically talk to it. So right now it's coming up. I tap to re- I'm gonna tap to record. 
What's up, y'all? In the conversation, in the studio with your main man, Ali Muhammad. He gonna pass the mic. He passed the mic to me, and we get busy with the In, in the Conversation family. And let's see what La happens. La Familia is here. Your man Chris is in the building. You know what it is, what it isn't, what it's not, what it's going to be, where we at. Vlad really trying to rap. Trying to rap, battle, hit I thought you said him. just talk. I'm just talking, but I think I missed some of the recording because I had a prompt for my password. So I'm just going to talk for a little bit. See what's what. I'm going to stop it now, right? So I'm going to press stop on this recorder. And then now. Let's see what this booze you done, man. Oh, shit. That's our bar. Yeah. It ain't even get me. It didn't get you at all. Uh, I do my life. Uh, yeah. Disco day, 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 But basically, it's kind of crazy because... Uh, they actually um, they have a whole community on there. So mm -hmm. if you have you create an account with this app, mm -hmm. you upload your song, and cats could either like your beat or they could battle you right on there. Mm -hmm. And you guys can go back and forth in a. In a and they gonna make your own rap like that? Yeah, or? yeah. So, you, so how you battle in the machine making your rap? So basically, what happens is that you um, hold on, me sorry, this thing is that shit rapping too fast for that beat. They supposed to lay back on it. Basically, what happens is like uh, it's kind of a social network. Mm -hmm. It's called the Auto Rap. So they have a whole social network built around. It. So say if you put, you create an account, mm -hmm. you put a profile up, and you put your tracks on there, and someone can like your joint, share it with people, put it on, you know, put it whatever. But they can also battle. It has a button called battle, mm -hmm. and you can go back and forth with somebody. Ah. So I thought that was kind of cool. It's that internet shit. Cats is trying to find a way to get that money. What money? Uh, the app people. The app people basically exploit y'all love for the the culture. Yeah, man, they robbing the culture blind. <laughs> they robbing the culture blind right now. Um, so yeah, I I, uh, I got Spotify. I told you, so I'm getting all these rap songs, but I'm gonna try iTunes Music next. I gotta try Title. I know we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, you ain't gonna try no Title. I gotta try Title. Um, you gonna go with the you know what I'm saying status quo? Ali, it go seems the, you know what I'm saying with the with what the reviewers say. Now nah, I gotta try popular title. media. I gotta try Title. But Ali, uh, it looks as though Who owns Spotify? Um, uh, I think a British company. You know what I'm saying? I think they're foreign. Mm -hmm. I think they're foreign. Foreign. But uh, I was going to tell you, dude, it seems it seems like I may be going to Dominican Republic pretty soon. For life? Nah, go see my grandma for life. I mean, you said that nah, like nah. I might be moving to the DR. Nah, I may go see my grandmother out there. It's been a while, dog, since I've been to DR. And I may, uh, I'm going to talk to her, actually, because uh, my mother's going to take me. The plan is we go down to the yard to see my grandmother. And my grandmother, she's not doing too well. Mm -hmm. She had a little uh, stroke, and uh, uh, memory's not that great anymore. But uh, the funny thing is, though, like, her memory's not that great, but when I, I talk to her, she says La Boyita, which was her nickname for me growing up. Mm -hmm. She's one of those things where you get emotional on the phone with her. But. So I'm going to go see her. But then my mother's like, hey, listen, we'll go back to my hometown, and I'll show you around. I was like, I gotta talk to Ali because I'm gonna bring my camera out. I'm gonna bring my camera and do some mm -hmm. filmmaking while I'm out there. Any, any advice for that? Like when I'm out, I mean, just film everything or like, do I just kind of like how do I get the most out you of film the mistreatment of the Haitian people in the DR? <laughs> That's what you film. You know what I'm saying, yeah. I'm gonna talk about her. Yeah, I mean, it's bad out there. It's bad out there right now. 
Nah, man, you shoot what you see, man. You can't make nothing up. Because I picture, like, I'm, my mother's going to be telling me about her story. Uh -huh. And I'm figuring out to get her on camera, like, in front of the stuff where we're talking. You should interview her first, get the story of the place, and then shoot the stuff she talks about. And then as you're there, you get what she's saying about the place where she's shooting. Talk to her first. Say, Mom, tell me about what's going on here. Yeah, just ask her about all the places right. where she, where she, she want to take you and all that kind of stuff. What was important to her? She'll tell you the story. Like, you know, Blase skipping the third. And I used to be over here. And when I grew up, I'd be in the town called such and such. So you have all that. Because when you're there, she's not going to be that cognizant to give you the fundamental uh, stuff that you need, she's gonna give you what she see right there in front of her face. Like, oh my God, yes, I was da 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 da. You already had the fundamentals already played out. So when you put it together, you could build a story around the fundamentals and then add the hot sauce with the stuff that you get. Physical locations when we get there. there. Yeah. I would never think to do that. So I do this shit every day. That's why I thought to ask. Yeah. And uh, it's gonna be exciting. My, I think my brother's coming with me, so we're gonna be out there. Uh, we're trying to figure out the dates and all that. But um, what town is y'all? Is she from? My mother's from a small town called Dahabon. Where is that? Which is literally on the northern side of the island, just close to Haiti. Mm -hmm. So there's a river. Um, its borders Haiti and Dominican Republic. It's called the Rio de Massacre. So it's probably bad over there. Yeah, it's poor. No, I'm, I'm talking mother. about bad with mess with the Haitians. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's right. It's right on the border. Mm -hmm. Um, so. My mother, my mother, my mother told me that this stuff, this has been going on for years. No doubt, it's more elevated now, but this has been going on for years. In fact, you know, there was a dictator named uh, Trujillo for a long time on the island, and he would literally, um, from what I understand, he would ask the Haitians to say a word in Spanish called perejil. Haitians, because of their accent, had a tough time saying that word, so he would ask them to say it. If they couldn't pronounce it, he would, you know, uh, imprison yeah, them. any of those those Spanish colonies. Now, Spanish colonialism was real brutal, so, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot going on that happens with, with them Spanish colonies. Yeah, man. It's a lot of internalized racism. Because, I mean, shit, with with the Spanish colonists, they was, you if you wasn't, you know what I'm saying, they killing all that shit, you know what I'm saying? All your history, all they they making sure that shit is eradicated. Everything. You know, because, you know, the, 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 the dark-skinned people had their foot on their throat over there in Spain for a while. So Horse. they had a, you know, they had some get back <laughs> that we still see the <laughs> repercussions on. Yeah, they got they had some get back in their heart. And it's pretty confusing when you think about it because the island is uh, so mixed. You know what I'm saying? It's a mixed, uh, um, you know, you got the slaves, you got the, the native natives that were there. You have the white Spaniards that came down. The French came in. They're like, it's almost like who's not of color. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, so I'll be down there. Mm -hmm. I won't. <laughs> I'll be down there. No doubt, no doubt. We're, we're trying to figure it out now. We're trying to figure out the flight situation and all that. Yeah, get the story, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna talk to her first. Uh, and I think that's a good idea. I'll sit her down first in the house. I'll get the story from her, and then I'll have her take me to the yeah, site. Yeah, then you have a guide of what it is, what it's not. Then you can go see some of it. Then you just learn other things along the way. But you won't be under pressure. It's my own personal records too, just from my own archives. Good to have, good, it's good to have mom on wax. Mm, what about dad? My father. Um, you know what to do with him. You know what it is. You know I just got to put him set that, that set that mic up right in the bathroom. Let him let him go off. You know what I'm saying? Blah, man, cut. Blah, blah. Hold Two, on. three, four, five. You know what I'm saying? You you run it down. Put it in sight. That's all you got to do. My father's a trip dog. <laughs> he loves J C Penny. I, actually, I was in the store the other day, and you got that piece on the um, the swipe, 
uh, the car. And it was a, it was, I don't know if he was Dominican, but he was, you know, of Latino descent. He was in front of me in line at the grocery store. I can't wait to hear this. Oh my goodness. He didn't know what to do with his fucking card. He just said, yeah, I got the card. I'm like, shit, this is Vlad's fucking father. It's real life, man. In Brooklyn. It's real he life, He got the card. He was happy. He had. He still had it in the, you know how it comes in, in the little sleeve? Yeah. He still had it in the sleeve. And he, you know what I'm saying? It was like a TD bank joint. And I'm like, man, if you don't hurry the fuck up. Then he did it. And it was just like your joke, dog. He did it. He got all the shit paid for. And then he, it was time for him to move on. He's still standing at, at where, you, where you bag your bags and shit. He's smiling like a motherfucker. Happy dog. Looking at the cashier <laughs> like, I did it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you don't get your monkey ass out the goddamn way, so I can get to this, I'm, I'm buying stuff for I'm the- I'm so happy you saw that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I got a block party going on. I'm trying to get all the rest of the some, stuff. I'm trying supplies. to get, I, I got DJ Clean over there. To, I told him, you know how you somebody call, hey man, I'm, I'm in, front of, in front of your crib, man, where I plug in. I was like, hold up, I'm, I'm 10 minutes I'm ten minutes away. And you got my dad in line. Your dad is in 10 line. minutes yeah, just ten, fucking around yeah. with the car. So, but it's so. always, I'm happy you saw that because a lot of guys see, see that joke and- uh, and then you see it, you're like that. That's that's my, that's my dad. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw your pops in Brooklyn, fucking around with his TD Bank card. Long story short, listeners, I do a joke about my father getting his uh, debit card, and it's just like it was a celebratory thing for him. You know, it was just he was so excited to get a Capital One card. He goes to the supermarket, happy as hell, and Ali just saw something similar in his journeys. Uh, yeah, that, that was just that Queen. was Sunday. That was Sunday. I was yeah, getting getting block party supplies. We had a block party this weekend on my block. How'd it go? It was dope. You set it up, or was it? No, it's, you know, Brooklyn, everybody have block parties. Every block in Bed-Stuy has a block party at some point in the summer. So Sunday was, I was the first time I was, was on the Sunday, but Sunday was our block party. And I don't usually, you know, like I said earlier this year, that I was going to be all about the celebration, you know what I'm saying, all about owning the, the summer, being in the, t uh, you know, celebrating the, the present, you know what I'm saying? So usually... We had a block party, you know what I'm saying? I give my little money to the block association and then they go buy all the stuff and then you just come and you know, you get make your food at, you know, people everybody got food, so you just go up and down the block. I was just, you know, more I was a participant, but I didn't wasn't dwelling in the celebration of it. So this time, I'm like, man, fuck that shit. I'm gonna, going in. Yeah, I'm going in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure my presence is felt. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I do my contribution. So I went in, you know what I'm saying, bought a bunch of supplies, you know, a bunch of beer, you know what I'm saying. I know my neighbor on- Contributed. I'm gonna know my neighbor Lloyd, he liked the Negro Modelos, so I bought a case of that. Then I know on the other end of the block, they liked the Corona, so I bought a case of Coronas. Then I bought, you know what I'm saying, a couple other cases of some other shit. You know what I'm saying, a bunch of, you know, kids, like kids, juices and stuff, and you know, everywhere where, like my next door neighbors, I knew they don't drink, so I dropped all the kids' juices at their crib, dropped all the, you know, Coronas over here, chips over there, took the burgers, or, you know what I mean? Just spread it, you know what I'm saying? Spread it out through the block, and you know, so, you know. You brought some value this year. Brought value, but, you know, so I just wanted to contribute to the 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 fun of that. I mean, just make sure that everybody was going to have a good time, you know what I'm saying? We weren't going to run out of supplies. You know How was saying? DJ Clean? He killed it? Yeah, DJ Clean killed it. I forced him to do a funk set, and... That shit was dope. He killed. He, he did played thighs. I told him, you know, what I'm saying, thighs are hot. Thighs are like it was. You got started off with uh, more bounce to dance. Thighs high. 
Then after thighs high, where I told him to go. I mean, we, you know, he had, we clean, had a little. It was all clean, all clean. They didn't curse in front of music. They just talked about sexual things, just like we discussed yeah. earlier. They wouldn't, oh, bitch, this something. Nah, but you know, I want to grip the hips and move. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it was it was good. It was good. Then I thought, man, maybe I should do a a funk party. Actually, thinking that's just thoughts. Future plans for Ali Muhammad. Maybe we should do a big funk event in Brooklyn, West Coast Brooklyn style. And that's kind of the thing now. They have a lot of these theme parties, right? Like you were telling me, like the grits thing and the right, right, right. Funk party maybe up your alley, dog. Set that yeah, up. I got to test the waters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some funk at a couple more occasions and see how see I, what the response see, is. See how I feel, you know. Poll a little bit, do a little poll. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Do a poll, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I, I'll, I'll be there. Right, I'll shit? be asking questions about what, what these lyrics that, are saying. If you'll be there, then maybe other people will come. Oh, look, I'll bring them. Conversation. Will y'all come to a funk party? In the conversation? In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> Thighs high. You know what I'm saying? It's parliament. You know what I'm saying? Alisa, where you at this week, man? This week? I'm, um, I'm prepping for an ad that we're shooting next week. So, In the city? Um, actually, the location is in Rockland County. It's a uh, house in Rockland County, but it's going to be an ad that's like a um, national ad. It's my first national ad. Nice. So, first one that I'm directing. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you, so can, you, can you say who the client is or no? Um, yeah, it's a company called Robin Wilson Home. They have bed bedding stuff that's in Bed Bath & Beyond and a few other locations. But, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty interesting right now because i've done i did all her like web stuff so now it's time she's going to run a national ad so one day shoot two day shoot what you looking at one day shoot one day shoot you know what i'm saying but the whole crew everything is casted casted we got like three three actors one mother two kids something like that then um uh, so but i'm fresh off of uh it's not a national ad but i'm fresh off another big production so it's like you know what i'm saying it's been a good little uh, uh, little run, got a little run. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's not gonna be a dry, uh, dry fourth quarter. This not year? even, no. It ain't been dry in a minute. But I'm just saying, it's like the type of work. You know, sometimes you ask for a different kind of work to, to guide you in a different direction, and it start coming, and then you know you start seeing it. You start, you know, what I'm saying, then you let you know that that your thoughts are things, and they work. You know what I mean? So once you visualize where you want to go, and then you start seeing it come together, you realize that anything's possible. So. If at any point in this commercial they need a Latino guy to move one of the no beds, Latino guys. feel free to. You're not a mother. Call call a don't call the like phone. You, don't look like you making up beds. You need a you need a you need a gama over here. You know, give me a call. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. I will be this week. I'm in the city locally this week. I'm at the Standing Room on Friday and Saturday in Long Island City, and then I am at the Stand on Sunday, I believe, once again. Uh, Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Straight out the conversation.